Thanks for checking in on this podcast. You are about to hear an inspirational teaching from Caris Ministries. If God has used this ministry to bless you in any way, please take a moment and write to us at amenatcaris.org. We are always inspired and blessed to hear how God is blessing people all over the world through what he is doing here at Caris. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so online at caris.org so we can continue making podcasts such as this available free of charge. The signs of revival. What shows that revival has come? The revival has not fully arrived. There's great awakening in the church and it's beginning to affect other churches. But certainly in Caris Ministries, there is great awakening. Great awakening means people are beginning to awaken to the things of God, drive themselves more towards the things of God, pursue more of God than previously, and open up themselves for more of God. That shows that people are getting awakened spiritually. Great awakening. Now, when there's great awakening, that is when revival can take place. Great awakening will always precede revival. Because people need to wake up. The believers, the agents, the vessels of revival need to be woken up first. Does that make sense? They have to wake up so that they can become the agents of revival. Amen. So when the revival comes, signs of revival, number one, Christ is revealed. Christ is exalted. He said, for if I be lifted up, I will draw all men to my side. Signs of revival is that there is this kind of atmosphere of Christness. Christness. People are becoming more aware of not just religion. I'm not talking about religion or um, Christianity. I'm talking about Christ. Even we in the church, you, your love for Christ begins to change, increase. You, you, you become more Christ-focused. People come to church and what they are looking for is no more a wife or a husband, a job. They just want Christ. Are there people here like that? Yes. They, they just want Christ. They don't mind. They just say, I want Christ. I want Christ. Let me tell you, some people are going to leave some churches because of their Christlessness in some churches. Suddenly, they are aware, I want to go to a church. I want to know more of Christ. I want to be taught. I know, I like prosperity. It's it's good. But really, there's something I prefer. My heart is hungry for Christ. Signs of revival. Number two. Signs of revival. Sin begins to lose grips. People begin to forsake sin. They, they're able to look at their girlfriend and say, no, 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 we can't do this anymore. Just ready, ready to, ready to go. He said, no, you know what? I can't do this anymore. <laughs> On your mask, guess it. <laughs> I can't do this Uh, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Those of you who have become so politically correct, you don't want the word sin to be mentioned in church. You are deluded. Unless there's no revival. When there's revival, you hear it and you are happy to hear it when your heart is genuine. Yes. No one comes with you and can hey, don't do that again. No, 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 no. I don't have time for that kind of stuff. I don't do that again. No, 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 no. Go do it. <laughs> But you want it. Yeah, go do it. When you are in problem, come, we will still pray for you. Yes. But we can't guarantee how quickly the prayer will be answered. Yes. It may take a while. Mm. It may take a while. <laughs> Am I communicating? Yes. yes. You are preaching. 
When there is revival, sin begins to lose hold, lose grips. Sin begins to be marginalized. People begin to forsake sin. He says, men and brethren, what shall we do? He said, uh, uh, um, be, uh, repent. That's the first public statement John the Baptist made. Jesus made. He said, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. God drove them out of the garden of Eden. Why? Because of sin. How can you enter with it? You are already outside. You want to go. You are coming with it. No, people were inside. They were sucked out because of it. All right. So he said, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent. Repent. Now, watch this. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. I like this. Thank you, Jesus. Sister, there is a difference between you being told, don't sin, and you, in your spirit, not wanting to sin. There are two different things. You may be struggling. If you are struggling, then you are in the right place. Okay? Because the person sitting beside you is maybe even worse. Yeah. yeah. Do you understand that? Someone said some time ago, the church is the only clinic sick people go and pretend they are not sick. I know you got a problem. You are struggling with something. I know it. I know it. And I'm looking at your face. I know it. Look at me. You are the one I'm talking to. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But, but that's why we are in church. Because if God wanted, was so upset with you, he would have striked you already. Yeah. In fact, you should have caught a sickness. Something. You remember some time ago? Mm-hmm. You prayed, oh God, you knew you made a silly mistake. And you prayed, go, go, Lord, don't let her get pregnant. Oh, don't let me get pregnant. Oh, don't let my boss catch me. This money I've stolen. Don't. And actually, God answered that kind of prayer. You were not caught. <laughs> have you forgotten? <laughs> he forgot him so quickly. Some things you did, and you should have been in deep waters. And you were, oh, I, I know now, that's it. I'm in trouble. But God, they didn't let you be put to shame. They didn't let you be put to shame. You know that sin is not your friend. And you hate it. It's a sign that your heart has caught fire for God. Maybe your hands every now and then are still a bit sorely. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 the ones okay. your hands are quite dirty. You, you pass three, four hours of last night doing porn. Hey, 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 ouch. And when you finish, you lie in a sea of <laughs> regret. I said regret, regret. <laughs> It's only me who can say some of these things. So you better laugh and enjoy it because I don't know it's you I'm talking about. Are you getting what I'm saying? And you are worried. You are not happy about it. I'm happy you are not happy about it. That's where we can start from. But if you are not worried, if they they pain and you don't feel it, then it's there though. If you can't feel pain, you may be in coma. So your pain is a sign that you have life. So sin, people, people abhor sin and they, listen, religious people hate 
Sinners. They cannot you can they hate you for sinning. They're very upset with you. Hey, you went to that boyfriend house again. You, you went to college. But why? Did they go with you? They went there alone. What's your problem? <laughs> but anytime you become so intolerant and so angry at people because of their maybe some sin that they are and angry, then I think the problem is more towards you. Them. Because you are not God. You are not happy with it. But you still have to love people and help. See how best you can help them and feel sorry for them. But angry. Angry. I said they have done anything against you. But are you God? It's, religious people are like that. They are fasting and they find out you are not fasting. You are in trouble. You are in trouble. You are in trouble. You. Look at you. Look at you. They can't stand you not doing what they think you should do. So there is this, there is this um, latent hatred built, animosity built towards you, the person, for not doing what they expect you to do. That's not godly. That's not godly. Sharing some strong. That is why some of us we live with certain people who call themselves Christians and they put you off church. They put you off church because every time, every time, you are just small girl for you God. You are just enjoying. (laughs) (laughs) So when there is revival. People turn their backs against him. Right. Even if they find themselves in a bad situation, they can't wait to get out of it. Sometimes you can be, you can be doing porn, and yet you're, you are very angry with yourself. Some of you know what I'm talking about, because they are professionals here. <laughs> Experts, you know. Okay. Okay, let me move out of here. Let me go <laughs> but, but on a more serious note, you can be doing something and people are condemning you, but they don't know that you yourself. You're, you're condemning yourself. Church, genuine godly people, let's have mercy on people. Yes. Let's not beat people up. Let's, let's, let's have mercy on people. That's the role of grace. Mm. Remember, listen, this is what I remember. I didn't say license to kill. What I'm saying is that sometimes people can find themselves in a situation and they themselves, they are, they are frustrated. Addiction? Oh, when you see someone addicted to food or addicted to um, something. No. They don't like themselves for what's happening. But it looks like they are not in control. So your job is not to beat them up. That's why pharmacists, they have this, um, some guys in prison who are hooked up to cocaine. They have to detox them. They have to give them. Other than that, redraw symptoms, uh, uh, it's going to be bad. But I have good news for you. When you come to Christ, he can shut that thing down immediately. Yes. Yes. 
that, that, that leads me to the next point, signs of revival. Number one is uh, when there's revival, Christ is good. Number two, sin begins to look great. Oh, sin is abhorred. Number three, number three, demons are dislodged. Acts chapter 8, verse 5. And verse 5 says, And Philip went down to the city of Samaria and did what? Preached Christ to them. And Philip, let's read it out. Let's read it out loud. Let's go. Some of you are not reading. Let's go loud. He went where? Where? The city. And preached Christ to them. And guess what happened? And Bible, look at the next verse. And they all gave heed, all of them. Gave heed to the things he was, they, they, they all gave him with one accord, he did the things spoken by Philip, hearing and seeing the miracles he did. Well, how, where are some of the miracles? Look at the next verse. For unclean spirit, demons, demons crying out with loud voice, came out of many who were possessed. Who told you that demons don't live in people? Maybe that guy. <laughs> no, and demons they don't live one. When they are living, you know only one. Plenty of them. Plenty of them. It's very interesting. One of the sister, one of the things I learned very early in my Christian work, when I was growing up in the Lord, very early, when I was still a teenager, some of those who taught me did a good job. They said, don't choose a wife based on how they look. Because they may look nice, but a lot of demons inside them. Yes. What are you going to do? You take that to your house, or you take him to your house, and I'm like, ha! <laughs> listen, listen. Some of you don't know this. Demons live in people. Yes. Demons live in people. Oh, I don't believe it. That's no problem. Maybe. You don't know. Maybe there's maybe a couple inside. <laughs> Demons live in people. That's what the Bible says. Demons live in people. It's very important. And so, you don't choose your alliance and allegiance based on convenience or based on how people look. Because you may make a pact with someone infiltrated with demons. And already you know they are looking for you. Some of you, you went out with one, a certain man since that time, you were never okay. That's after that, that you had that sickness, not from um, STD, but just some sickness came. Or oh, brother, something, the doctor said there's something with your liver, you remember? Or some of you, you were very good till so you went out with somebody or you went and slept with somebody and you became a chronic liar. <laughs> Transference of spirits. <laughs> they donated you some. They, they, they donated donation. Charity. They gave. <laughs> oh, it's true. You became an alcoholic. You like alcohol so much after that one sex. You don't want me to mention. Don't worry. You hear a lot of it because everywhere you go, you hear about it too. In UK, you see the pictures, you hear about it. Even when you are watching Sky News, the adverts, you see something somewhere there. Yeah, so it's, it's okay because most of us like it. Oh. 
But the thing is, you, you, you go with somebody and you catch their sickness. That's what I'm trying to say. The easiest way for transference of spirits is through ministration. <laughs> yeah. True ministration. The world tells you that two consenting adults, that's fine. He, he, every, oh, no, no, no. Demons don't consent to. They, they, they come. They come. <laughs> but when there is revival, demons are dislodged. That means that things, demonic influences that have entered you, the atmosphere is strong enough to break the hold. So every demon of the situation over your life, every demonic situation in your life, I break his hold now. I break his hold now. Break it so now. You are free. You are free. You are free. In Jesus' name. Shout amen. He said in Luke chapter 11, verse 20, that if I, by the finger of God, cast out devils, then you should know the kingdom of God is at hand. He said, but if I cast out demons with the finger of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. So when the kingdom comes, demons are, dis- demons are dislodged. Yeah. Wow. Somebody is blessed. I, am me. I said, somebody is blessed. I am me. So demons are dislodged when there's revival. Number one, when there's revival, Christ is exalted. Number two, sin begins to lose its grip. Number three, number four, when signs of revival, healings take place and miracles take place. You see, that mother said, it can't group level. Now there's almost a okay. Look at the young woman. Mom, that testimony is beautiful. Beautiful testimony. Sorry they didn't get a chance to make you sing your song. But beautiful testimony. Beautiful testimony. She said, I've never met her. And she said, um, I think since I had my last child, my menstrual cycle has not been okay. And he said, after that young lady came to pray for me, 2 a.m., the things started flowing. That's a a young girl, young lady. Young lady, secondary school lady. They referred, they said, don't worry, I'll refer you to somebody when they come and pray for you. So they call her, you have to go and see this. So she went as like a a spiritual GP. And guess what? She went and dislodged her sickness, the spirit of That's why it's not a pastor. No, no. Drop titles. That means what I'm trying to say is somebody, some, most of us here are candidates of the next miracle that's about to happen. I said God will use you. Miracles and healings take place when there is revival. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. The effects of revival. The signs of revival, I've just given you four. Effects of revival, quickly. Effects of revival, when there is revival. When there is revival. Communities are changed. In Acts chapter 8 verse 8, it said, and there was great joy in the city. Communities are changed. Families are changed. 
um, there, there's transformation. Revival brings transformation. There's no way Beverly would have had that kind of testimony if she had not come into God's house for that revival yeah. to happen in her life. Yeah. Beverly is a changed woman. But that's what God can do. Because she, know that she knows the track her life was on. And she's now on a different track and she can tell that track was moving somewhere else. So revival is not just for you to come to church. No. Things change in your life. You begin to like the life you have. You can tell. You have peace. Your, your treatment to your children is better. Your children's treatment to you is better. Your treatment to your wife is better. Your husband. You are used to fight with your sisters every time. Now you don't fight like you used to fight. And very soon you won't fight at all. You are a changed person. And the, the society begins to experience during the Welsh revival. Brothels were shut down. Do you know why brothels were shut down? Because people come to the customers. The customers and maybe, I can't imagine like a man who has come to the prostitute and was the prostitute and then can hear the next place, uh, the next cubicle. Other prostitutes are there and they are just sinking. Jesus at the center of it all. Jesus at the center of I love you for it. I mean, how can you go ahead? <laughs> it's on record that during the worst revival, um, 1904 to 1906 or somewhere there, during the Welsh revival, it's on record that the, the, the police crime reported that crime went down so significantly they had to make a lot of police officers redundant, lay them off. Because people have stopped committing crime. People who were owing, banks said, people who were owing and were not paying, paid debts off. People changed. That's, that's, these are the effects. And it's coming in our city, our city now. Revival is coming in the city. I said revival is coming in the city. If you believe it, shout a living amen. Transformation. Transformation happens. When there is revival, number two. So uh, the effects of revival is transformation. Number two, effects of revival, prosperity. In the Prosperity for the hardworking. <laughs> Let me just add that one. <laughs> I need to add that one because um, prosperity. Bible says that and there was none among them that lacked. Acts chapter um, chapter four, verse thirty-five, thirty-four and thirty-five. Quickly, number three: ordinary people begin to make history, like this young lady. It's, it's not she. Okay, I understand what I mean. In quotes, she's nobody. She's an ordinary person. But suddenly, by the time you realize, making headline news, yeah. BBC report, reporting on her, BBC reporting on you. Yeah, I mean, company, your company director, the, 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 the CEO, and they are next in command, have flown from Singapore because of you. They want to come and meet up with you. And they have spread your name on the newsletter of the month of the company everywhere. That you, you just there was a complication. You just told them do A, B, C, and you saved the company um, about twenty-five billion pounds. 
suddenly you have shut up. The government is wanting, asking for a meeting with you. MPs want to meet you. Things like, when revival comes, people look at Stephen. Ordinary deacon. Ordinary deacon, Acts chapter 6. Ordinary deacon, Acts chapter 6. Bible says that he, he was a man full of faith and power. And he did mighty miracles in the, in the midst of the people. Acts chapter 6, verse 8. And um, Stephen says that, and Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and signs among, no somewhere, no in church, among the people. Mm. Ordinary people. That means that God can use you. Amen. And God is about to use you. Amen. Please, I want you to do me a favor. Next month, you're about to enter into a month of signs and wonders. And I want you to do me a favor. Anybody who makes a mistake and come to you with a problem, pray for them. Yes. Pray for them. Unless they say, no, don't pray for me. Then that one, you don't. don't, Can I pray with you? When they tell you I'm sick, can I pray with you? You'll be shocked the way God will be using you. And then God will prove it to you that it's not about pastors. It's about the spirit that is in people. There's a move of God in our midst. Shout a living amen. I see God using you. You are the next miracle worker this city is about to make. In the mighty name of Jesus. So ordinary people begin to do exploits. They begin to make history. Not only um, spiritual, in spiritual matters, but generally social matters. And you begin to write songs that begin to hit the headlines. Um, um, what, what do you call it? Uh, number one on the chart. You begin to write stories that begin to sell. People become exceptional because God's grace comes on you exceptionally. Amen. Amen. I'm just describing what's about to be happening in our midst. Quickly. Quickly. Um, So, um, there's transformation, prosperity. Ordinary people people begin to make history. And then, uh, this is very important. You have to know. When there is revival, there is... Revival also comes with unreasonable opposition. Opposition that, but why, why, this is not right? How can they do this? Even the people who are in opposition are opposing you and don't know why they are doing it. <laughs> they, they went and, um, from Antioch when they were let to go. And um, you know, when they went and prayed for the man born crippled from his mother's room, Acts chapter 14. And then the uh, Bible says that they, they, they call him, uh, one Jupiter and they call uh, the, other, the other one um, Mercury. And then the, the, the priest of Jupiter in the city came to sacrifice. They didn't actually know that the guys, because they were speaking the Lyconian language. Acts chapter um, 14, verse 16, somewhere there. Speaking the Lyconian language, they said that the gods, verse 11 said, the gods have come down to us in the human form. So they brought, they went for oxen to come and sacrifice to, pass it, to please the gods. So then when Paul and the others realized that this is what they were doing, Bible said they, they ran out into the people and tore their clothes. He said, stop doing this. Paul and Barnabas said, stop doing this, for we are men of like passions like you. And telling you to turn away from these things you are trying to do. <laughs> they said, That's why we, we are telling you to turn away or that you should turn from these useless things to the living God. And now you are actually coming to make it towards us. Because of the miracles they saw. But this is not the story. They, were, they wanted to worship them. Afterwards, 
When you read that was verse 17, that was Bible says that some came from Antioch and Lyconia. Some people they came from some Jews from Antioch and Iconium came there and having persuaded the multitude, this the people now stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city, supposing he was dead. Ah, this they, they wanted to worship you. Now they stone you. When revival comes, opposition, accusations, people begin to say all kinds of negative things, which are not true, are not verified. I, I, it doesn't hold water, but for some reason, they begin to run with it. Mm-hmm. Ah, these people, it's all they are looking for is just money from people. But you know that it's never been like that. Yeah. These people, they, 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 tell, they tell people that they should fight amongst themselves. They should, no, but you know, it's never like that. And where is this thing coming from? It's the spirit of the enemy that hates revival. So don't be surprised. When you come up against opposition, some of you, you since you started serving God this way or seriously, you started having some accusations yeah. from people who call themselves Christian. Hey, tell me, Nana, why are you praying always like that? Do you have to fast? You don't have to fast for God to hear. Prayer? <laughs> They actually begin to vandalize you for pursuing God. Don't give up. You have to understand that it's, it's a sign of revival. It's part of godly. godly. Bible said, they that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Then wow. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 12 or something like that. They will suffer persecution. So don't be afraid of persecution. Jesus actually says that blessed are you if men, Matthew chapter 5, verse 9, 10, 11, there's mm-hmm. so particular. He said, Blessed are you if men persecute you. Matthew chapter 5, verse 9. He said, Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs the kingdom. Go to the next verse, verse 10. Blessed are you when they revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil things against you falsely for my name's sake. Look at the next verse. It said, great is your reward. The next verse, the verse said, rejoice and be exceedingly glad when things are like that are happening to you. Amen. When the revival started, people who call themselves allied to courage, some of them turned against us. People who are, are, are knew as friends, friends, pastors, suddenly began to be negative. But you don't take it personal. No. It's signs of revival. Sometimes people, their flesh kick in. Yeah. And then t- Satan takes advantage of their flesh mm. to fight against the work of God. Mm. They stoned Paul and killed him. They didn't know he wasn't dead. Because he said, I'm go- I, have to go to- I have to go to Rome. I can't die. They left him to die. They left him to die. And when he woke up, watch this. This is very interesting. He got up. The, the brethren had surrounded him. He left. The next day he left and went to another city and went to continue preaching. And when the disciples gathered around him, he rose up and went into the, into the city. And the next day, he departed with Barnabas to Derby. They went. They went somewhere else preaching. But this is the guy they wanted to worship. The same people came at time. So, listen. Don't join accusers. And don't be afraid of accusation and opposition. If that kicks you out, you will lose a placement of destiny. Am I communicating to somebody? UK shall be saved. I said UK shall be saved. UK shall be saved. If you believe it, shout a living amen. So, um, transformation, prosperity, 
uh, ordinary people making news on common and then unreasonable opposition oftentimes uh, often severe but usually it's not successful to stop the move and then the only thing that can stop the revival is when the vessel decides to give up but if you have a vessel God is using for revival nothing can opposition can stop look at Paul they couldn't stop it they can kill some but still it will go and then um Last two, let me add the last two, unprecedented or um, unpredictable in nature. Revival is unprecedented and unpredictable in nature. In other words, you can't say God is going to use this person. Sometimes things will happen in other places. You'll be sure. For instance, I've been here. You know, we didn't plan this, but we are here. So you just walk with God and then take it as it happens. Because you may think that and actually, there was, it was highly probable. In fact, we, are no go, we didn't announce last week that we were going to have anointing service tonight. But God had it on our agenda. So he had to move us here. God, God is working some things. Because somebody must be anointed. You are being anointed to be, even the queen, before she's installed, she's anointed. And you think you don't, you don't need it. Well, as the queen. There's, in this country, there's no way anyone will ascend to the throne or be uh, installed without anointing. It's telling you something. Tonight, you can't miss the, the portion. Everybody will be anointed. Amen. I had encounters with God. Amen. And God sent me to somebody. Amen. Believe God, before the anointing service, that sickness will run out of Amen. your body. So, so unprecedented things that are unprecedented uh, happenings is you can't even tell Be- between the services some major somebody who received a phone call will giving you a job. But Sunday, are you working? So they will tell you, I came to work because of you. Wow. Do you understand? Unprecedented moves. You'll be sitting near somebody on the bus and they'll be giving you say, Oh my God, what did you do to me? Oh my God, I was very unwell. Suddenly, you sat near me. Everything is you didn't pray. Unprecedented manifestations. You can't predict how it's going to go. So what do you do? You just work with God. Just work with God. Just work with God. Don't say, okay, people do it A, B, C and get this result. So I'm also going to do A, B, C. You know, it doesn't happen like that. Just keep your eye on God. And as you work with God, the things will begin to happen through you. Someone understanding? Effects of revival. Number one is what? Transformation. Transformation, number two. Number three. Number three, what? Unreasonable position number four. Huh? Oh, the guys have it on the screen. Unreasonable is a position. So let's start again. Number one. Number two. Number three. Number four. Number five. Revival is unpredictable in nature. And then number six, the last one I'll tell you about revival. I like that one very strongly. <laughs> Revival is unstoppable. Yeah. It's unstoppable. Yeah. They can't stop it. Changing location. Reverend Two said, I thought <laughs> when I come, you, well, now that you have left the place, the thing will come down. Now it's actually going higher. Yeah. <laughs> it's going higher. When we moved from Graceland, our regular income dropped, but our expenditure went high. But God, for some reason, met it. When we moved from Greece, that's when we bought more equipment to make the worship glorious. And they keep coming.
determining their numbers. We are one of the few churches in UK where you go where you have a drone in town filming you. In fact, a, a whole a broadcasting company, radio, both radio and TV and other, they are doing a huge event. They came and asked, can they have our ushers to come and handle that day because of our ushers look like air hostess. Pastors are calling and sending messages from all over the world. How are you guys joining? We want to do this. Because many people didn't know that church can be that excellent. I submit to you, it's part of the revival. It's part of the revival. So it cannot be stopped. Location can't stop it. Look at the number of us here today. By God's grace. We just, they, I just put a few chairs, but they have to keep adding more because we are, we are about to fill a stadium. Listen, how, how is that going to happen? God, God. it's not about me, oh. it's not about you, it's about him. And he wants to bless this nation. He wants to bless this nation. Yes. God wants to bless this nation. Yes. I don't let, let terrorists rise up. God will bless this nation so much that terrorists begin to preach yes. the gospel of Christ. Yes. And listen, the demons of terrorism will mark UK that that's, you don't need to go there because it doesn't work because the Christians are strong. Yes. Not because we fight, but the spiritual atmosphere is too strong. You, your bone will not detonate. And you, they send people to come. They don't detonate. They say, oh, Lord Jesus, forgive me. Ah, Lord Jesus. They, would you think they'll keep sending? Because they are losing them. When you send them, you lose them. Because they will come, they will come back preaching the gospel. Yes. UK is about to be a hub. The way Syria has become a hub for breeding of terrorism, UK is about to become a hub. From London, a hub for raising of world shakers. And guess who I'm talking about? Who am I talking about? I say, who am I talking about? I say, who am I talking about? If you're the one, put your hands together and shout hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Please be seated. If you are not saved, you are not safe because life is dangerous. Life is not under your command. I don't see why I should end this service without giving you an opportunity to say, yes, Lord, pastor, pray with me because I want to have this bread. It means I want to put all my confidence in him, all my hope in him. I want to give my life to Jesus. If that is your genuine desire, just lift up your hand and say this after me. Say it genuinely from your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I've sinned against you. I ask you to forgive my sins. Wash me with your blood. Thank you, Lord, for dying on the cross to save me. From today, I will serve you. I believe in you. I put all my hope in you. I put my faith in you as my Lord and personal Savior. I receive you into my life. I make a vow with you 
that I'll serve you all the days of my life. Satan, get behind me. I don't belong to you. I belong to Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for saving me in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you. Your word says that you know your sheep and your sheep know your voice. No one can come to you except your father brings him. I pray that let your grace be upon them. Help them to be strong. I pray that the grace of God will come upon you. The power of the Holy Spirit will come upon you and help you to be a strong Christian. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you for listening. For more resources, please visit caris.org or call us on 0207-740-9960. God bless you.